guys, in episode 111, I talked about a lady that I met at an AGM this week who was very angry at me personally because she was presented with rising levies at her scheme and uh, apparently I was responsible for that as I am of course responsible for the rising cost of living generally and the fact that there are many 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 units currently for sale in Queensland competing with hers which was also for sale and it had been unsuccessful. So at the AGM she voted no to the levies there was another vote of no to the levies and there was a third lady who voted yes to the levies. So we have two no votes, one yes to the levies. That means that the levies for that particular scheme fail. So what happens when you fail, when the body corporate fails the levies? There are no, there are no levies. There's, there's a variety of things that happen. So what I want to point out is firstly, this lady complained about the fact that she had to pay fees to me to do various things for the building like organised maintenance um, as part of the agreed contract for doing the AGM. She was very upset that she needed to pay for that. So uh, I have no hesitation in telling all of you that the service that I bring to a body corporate is worth money. Um, I am not embarrassed even slightly to charge for my time because I bring a certain amount of gravitas to my role as a body corporate manager and I believe that I bring value. In fact, no, I absolutely do bring value. So she complained about having to pay uh, me fees for various things that I do for the scheme. Okay, fine. Levies have failed. We're now in a situation where the body corporate has no choice but to call an EGM in order to consider a new budget. Now, in calling an EGM, guess what they're going to do? They're going to pay me additional levies to do that. I did explain that to her. She was unperturbed and still voted no, that's fine. So now my job next week is I'm going to write to the committee. I'm going to advise them about the costs of calling the EGM so that they're aware of what they're up for. I'm going to ask the committee to put together a budget that they feel the owners will pass. I will send them five or six years worth of figures, which will show um, expenses roughly in line with exactly what I'd budgeted for this year. And I will ask them what they'd like to do, and I will charge them for the privilege. So, yeah, this, this is not a great situation to be in. And had she responded, because she is on the committee for this particular scheme, had she responded when I sent out the draft figures some seven weeks ago, we could have had a civilised conversation about the levies, about what the committee options were, but she chose not to respond, she chose not to participate. The lady that voted yes to the levies came in and sat with me for an hour and a half while we put the draft budget together where I painstakingly explained to her line item by line item um, all of the proposed expenses and I took all of her questions and she understood at the end of the day why the body corporate was seeking to raise what it was going to raise. So 
moving forward, aside from calling the EGM in, in terms of practicalities, this body corporate will now start to run down money that it has in its account. That's going to mean that we will not have money to pay the gardener. It's going to mean we won't have money to pay the pest controller. More importantly, it's going to mean that we're not going to have money to buy insurance for the building. And if you think it's hard to sell a unit in a scheme where you're competing with a hell of a lot of other units that are for sale, imagine trying to sell a unit in a scheme that has no insurance. Can I tell you that's a very difficult task? And again, I did convey this to this lady. So we'll see how we go. I'm very sad that she now has to pay for the privilege of drafting her own budget, but that's where we are. People are entitled to vote how they wish to vote. That's just a part of the process.